Okay. Okay, you recording? Yep. I am recording. Oh, got a string from my pants. <laughs> okay, are we ready? Yep. Okay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> got to get my, uh, what is it called? Podcast voice. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hi, and welcome to episode 28 of C3, Crystals, Cauldrons, and Cocktails. I'm Ren. And I'm River. And this week, we are going to talk about witch conspiracies and superstitions. But first, <laughs> what cocktails? Cocktail? Yeah, what, what cocktail are we drinking? <laughs> so this one, I think, is still a work in progress. It mm-hmm. is called the Blood and Chocolate. Mm-hmm. And we put bourbon... And then I wanted chocolate flavor, so I added whipped chocolate vodka, which I'm not sure is the best way to do the chocolate. I mean, it's good, but I I think we're going to still tweak this one. But bourbon, whipped chocolate vodka, the Godiva chocolate liqueur, Mm -hmm. and I used white chocolate, which I might change that up too, and then orange bitters, and... These Peninsula Premium Cherries, they're actual cherries that put use in cocktails. Mm-hmm. And uh, you put two of those and a chocolate truffle on the little stick and put that into your drink. Mm-hmm. A- and it is pretty fabulous. I'm still unsure about vodka and bourbon mixed together, but but it's uh, we'll post a picture. It's it's pretty fabulous. Yeah, it's really yummy. <laughs> it's very strong. So probably another reason not to put bourbon and vodka and Godiva liqueur together. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Take one out, put one. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just, I got to figure out another way to get that chocolate flavor that I want in that bourbon. I, mm-hmm. Cause I'm not a big bourbon fan, Yeah, but I must say, I like this. I don't know. We're going to play with it some more, but mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. for our patrons, we'll post our tentative recipe and they can go play with it. And maybe they'll have some ideas for us too. Yes. Okay. So today we are talking about witch conspiracies and superstitions mm-hmm. and um, not as a light fluffy topic as I would have uh, liked it to be. I know we're two weeks in a row where, Oh, like two and Oh, what is it? How do you say that? Two and Oh, with the light fluffy, like that's not a light and fluffy one. Either. Yeah. This one's not super light and fluffy. Yeah. Um, so there were actual conspiracies involving witches. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them has happened now twice in our history. There was the Salem witch trials of 1692 that we all know about. But then in the 1980s, there was also a conspiracy theory running around about satanic witches. Mm -hmm. So the satanic ritual, it was it's called the satanic ritual abuse scare of the 1980s and goes into the 90s. And it's bizarre because this this conspiracy was accepted by authoritative institutions, academia, the police, the government, churches. I mean, just crazy mm-hmm. in today's world and today, I mean, fairly modern, the 1980s. Um, so supposedly there was a secret network of child abusing Satanists, AKA witches, you know, whatever, yeah. um, out to undermine the white Protestant way, American way of life, which Ugh. there is so much wrong with that statement. So much. Like, I don't know if y'all heard the biggest eye roll that I could ever do. <laughs> hear the, my eyeballs rattling in my eye sockets like <sighs> definitely so there were innumerable accusations and trials none of which really produced lasting convictions but it cost hundreds of millions of dollars for the government to pursue this conspiracy theory oh. um, countless children were traumatized in the name of quote their own protection you know oh there's there's demons out there there's witches out there they're going to kill you and eat you or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, abuse, sexually abuse you. Um, and it, it began the normalization of a culture of fear. Um, it emboldened that evan- evangelical right, which never has really gone away since then. It's still out there. I mean, without this satanic ritual abuse scare, you don't have the QAnon out there now. You don't have the storming of the Capitol uh, in the United States here on January 6, 2021. I mean, these 
this fear came from somewhere and mm-hmm. it's this evangelical right wing trying to blame everything on witches. It's all witches fault. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's important because like um, becoming a witch or studying, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're probably sitting here listening and you're like, why is this any of this important? You know, mm-hmm. because you just want to get to like the, the, Oh, I'm casting spells. How do I do spells? Mm-hmm. What, what do I need for my spells? Like, and we do get into that, but I also think it's very important to really dive deep into where we came from, and and that it's still going on. And it's I mean, still going on. Before I did the research for this episode, I was still thinking, you know, because you've made funny comments before about, oh, we got to watch out for witch hunts. Ha ha ha. Yeah, but I'm low-key being, I'm being serious. You were serious, but I was thinking, oh, it's, you know, no, this is modern day times. Well, after researching this episode, I've realized it's, it's a little bit scary still out here. It is. In the real world. It's very important to understand one, what you're getting yourself into, like your practice and everything. And it's very important to understand where we came from, where we've been and where we're going, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of these episodes are like, oh, why are we talking about this? You might even cut it off because it's not something that you're interested in, which we don't want you to do that. Yeah, no, don't do that. (laughs) We think that some of this is very, like this stuff is very important and it is interesting to listen to. Like Mm -hmm. I would say, I probably, if I didn't have this podcast, I probably wouldn't be looking this stuff up and I wouldn't even know, you know? Right, right. Um, I would listen to it via podcast because I love my podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I think that this stuff is very important because I didn't even know some of this stuff before I even got into some of the research that I did. Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the topics that I found in between your uh, Salem witch trials and the 1980s that mm-hmm. you were talking about was the witch cult hypothesis, which was... I haven't heard of that one. There's a lot to it. And I would say, really, y'all really need to go and look at the link. It's a wiki, a wiki link. Um, but it did really well breaking it down okay. Um, because there's a, there's like a lot to it and like books were written on this and stories and everything. And there well, were what is it? main people um, that were really important in this. So the cult witch hypothesis is a discredited theory that proposes that the witch trials of the early modern period were an attempt to suppress the pre-Christian pagan re- religion that had survived the Christian like Christian, Christianization yeah, or whatever. of Europe. Yeah. And it's very interesting because it really got deep into um, belief systems. Mm-hmm. Um, so according to its um, proponents, basically, like what goes into it, the witch cult revolved around the worship of the horned god of fertility, the underworld, the hunt, and the hunted, who, um, yeah, whose Christian persecutors referred to him as like, you know, the devil, you the know, devil, yeah. and whose followers participated in nocturnal like rituals, rites at the witch's Sabbath, like each mm-hmm. Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So according to these authority, like the authorities, like, again, I'm really influencing you guys to go check this out because it's, mm-hmm. I'm not hitting it as much as I need to, um, which is were numerous. So this is like from an account, like. There were so many, apparently, and um, in alliance with Satan, forming some sort of satanic counter religion, you know. Um, See, I mean, that's so crazy to me because a, a good portion of witchcraft has nothing to do with the devil and Satan. Mm-hmm. You know, there are different sects and different beliefs. And, you know, I embrace all witchcraft for, you know, for my brothers and sisters that are out there practicing. But you know, this, this idea that all witches are satanic cultists is just preposterous to me. Yeah. It's that type of like mentality where like we have good people and we have bad people, you mm-hmm. know, it doesn't affiliate with a religion, a race, mm-hmm. a gender, mm-hmm. you know, we have good people. We have bad people on That's this right. planet. That's how it's always been. And yet we as people have clumped it into religion race yeah and i think it's it's because people want it to be us versus them they don't want to see themselves in the bad group so it's always a well it can't be my group which is you know protestant or it can't be my group which is catholic so it's all us versus them 
Yeah. And I, Which, I, yeah. I see that. I don't understand it, but I see that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so these witch hunts in this sense, in this time, they were separated from the belief in witches, the evil eye and other from the phenomenon, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which are common features of folk be- like believed worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, the belief that witches are not just individual villains, but conspirators organized in powerful and well-hidden cults is like distinguished as distinguished feature of the early modern witch hunt yeah that's this i mean in the 1980s thing i was talking about Mm -hmm. that was the fear was that it was this organized group of people that abuse that collected children and sexually abused Mm -hmm. them it it was the organization of it i think that scared them yeah the the belief that it was organized i don't think it was yeah. ever really out there but yeah. that's just what the belief was yeah this idea of like the organized witch mm-hmm. cult originated in the second half of the 15th century um and it still is prevalent today which because yeah. in the in the again in the site it it breaks it down and it go it breaks it down into what's valid today versus like what they used to believe in the 15th century and it breaks it down and it says which is scary from 1963 to present and then it has a whole ton of stuff wow and a lot of it's like they think that it itself is bogus now too about like what happened um Again, this is all theory that these witches were working with the devil himself to bring down um, opposing forces type thing, you know. Um, To destroy the quote good in the world is what they, you know, that's just crazy. Early modern testimonies of accused witches um, confirming the existence of this witch cult were considered to be doubtful, which Mm -hmm. is what was in the last part, like to the present day. And some of the books and... um, stories that were written uh, based on this were the witch cult in western europe 1921 which is an actual like i think if i'm remembering correct like a factual factual air quotes based on what happened in 1921 um the good the god of the witches in 1931 and the divine king in england 1954 Hmm. well i wonder if the testimonies of these accused witches uh, were they were they gotten under um torture that's what they usually did it didn't it said like there wasn't much on like how they got these like confessions of like oh yeah i'm in the the this witch cult thing right um but it didn't say anything really about torture and the bits that i read interesting mm-hmm. Well, we all know about the the witch trials that took place, but the Salem witch trials of 1692 go back to that. That's what's resurged again in this 1980s thing I was telling you about. But back in in 1692, it was the same panicked narrative that that came back again in 1980. The a conspiracy of innocent looking people, trusted neighbors people that were part of the community are in this wicked league with the devil. Mm-hmm. You know, they secretly worship him and they are secretly wanting to hurt other people. Um, and then the testimony of the afflicted children that talk about these practices, um, you know, that that's just crazy that you, that, that the children that they believed anyway. It's just, I mean, I want to believe children when they say something, but you got to use common sense as well and research it. But this whole hysteria that, that came about because of it, but even some of the details were the same, you know, Oh, witches fly, witches um, make physical changes that defy nature. They can change shape. They turn into cats, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And in Salem, 19 people were actually hanged to death. Uh, over a hundred more were arrested. Wow. And then, you know, the 1980 um, satanic ritual abuse cases, they targeted daycares and preschools, um, you know, and people were imprisoned sometimes for years over these accusations of being witches. That's just crazy. This was 1980s and 90s. Yeah. I found a, a, a quote that I really liked. 
and it's it's uh, most witches are women because witch hunts were all about persecuting the powerless. Yeah. And yeah. I really liked it. I don't like it as in like what it stands for, but I like because it sums it up as to what has happened to women for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And this is just another example that women have been put in this like quote unquote powerless position. And then yeah. any sight of a woman honing her power, it's like, oh, you're a witch. You're done for. Not even honing power necessarily. A lot of the people weren't really witches. They were just smart or powerful in a different way. Like yeah, they that, were, yeah, they that's had, what I mean. Yeah, they had leadership yeah. qualities yeah. which men didn't like at that time period. Yeah. And, and there are, are still some, you know, that still is prevalent today, but less so. And I do think that there are male witches too. I just don't know that they were the ones that were sought out back then although there were men that were persecuted as well i don't know okay so i'm i'm (laughs) it's spooky season so i'm re-watching um salem the series that came out Uh, i think in 2013 if mm -hmm. i'm 2013 2014 and uh if you guys haven't seen it maybe skip 15 seconds (laughs) there's gonna be a little bit of spoilers but she herself is a witch and yet she's leading the witch hunt uh-huh. So there mm-hmm. is a, a line that I'd never even thought about where it was like, oh, so a lot of these people, I mean, most of, most of the people who were leading this witch hunt were men, be, you know, mm-hmm. but like, who's to say that some of them weren't witches hiding like their power. That's and, true. Like accusing others so that they are accused. To protect themselves yeah. and their families. Yeah. yeah. So Interesting. Yeah. I mean, what's so scary about this conspiracy theory against witches like this is that it's so adaptable to be able to go from, you know, the 1600s to the 1980s and very little changed in that whole conspiracy theory between then and now. It's really Mm -hmm. scary. Yeah. You know, this fear of devil worshiping covens, um, you know, that actually came to us from Britain and Europe. And there were witch crazes over there too, that developed from the medieval fears of um, that. That was when they thought that the Jewish people were out to uh, kill people and take over the world and, you know, baby killing witches that were gathering at Sabbaths. And, um, you know, here it flourished over here. They, so they come over here to the United States and it, they brought it with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Salem was uh, the English province of Massachusetts Bay. Mm-hmm. And it had only been founded some 60 years or so before the trials um, by the Puritans began. Mm-hmm. You know, they they were still doing the same thing that they were running from in, in Europe. I mean, just crazy. Yeah. You know, both of those conspiracy panics that they operated through the framework of the law, which is another thing that's very frightening. Mm -hmm. You had the Salem's witches were condemned by the magistrates, the judges, you know, some of them uh, had gone to to Harvard in formal court. So there were these powerful legal guidelines that they were supposedly following. Mm -hmm. And then in the satanic um, ritual scare of the 1980s, you replace those Puritan elites with district attorneys and therapists and medical professionals and child advocates, Um, you know, and it's just, they're still out to, to get people this, this conspiracy theories. They're just, it's just crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. But not, not only back you know, that theory, but there are this, this accusation of witchcraft and having it be a bad thing. Cause to me, I guess I'm sheltered because I, you know, I, it, it I've never really considered it a thing anymore, mm-hmm. but Stevie Nicks, um, you know, she had a tendency she, she has, I mean, she's, still here. Uh, Mm -hmm. She (laughs) sings about things like crystal visions and cats in the dark. And she always wore the black flowing clothing and the shawls. Um, And there began began a rumor back in the seventies that she was an actual witch because of these things that she sang. Mm -hmm. And she didn't really 
take too kindly to that. She's, you know, she's like, in the beginning of my career, the whole idea that some wacky, creepy people were writing, you're a witch, you're a witch. She said it wasn't so arresting, but you know, here I am saying, no, I'm not. I just wear black because it makes me look thinner. You idiots. <laughs> I mean, for real that I wear black because I like how slimming and professional and clean it looks, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes women just wear black clothing. That doesn't mean they're a witch, mm-hmm. but what's really funny is, and I think you, you, point this out too, is that after decades of saying that she's not a witch, she's never practiced. She then mm-hmm. goes on American Horror Story yeah. Coven in yeah. 2013. She she does. And I really love that because I didn't know that about her. I and, know me either. So to see her in one of like my favorite shows is it's just really funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I just rewatched Coven because mm-hmm. like you said, it's spooky season. I'm, I'm watching, um, we watched Coven and now we're on Freak Show. Oh, Freak Show is my favorite. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Stevie Nicks came on that show and she was a white is what they called her. And that one uh, is anyway, it's very funny. Mm-hmm. And then there was Malia Nurmi, who was Vampira. Everybody probably knows Elvira. You know, it, well, she's even older mm-hmm. too, but she, Vampira was the first Elvira, so to speak. Elvira came about because of Vampira. So this 1950s actress, um, Malia Nurmi, put on this persona of this vampire looking woman, mm-hmm. um, sexy uh, character. And because of that, rumors started circulating that she was uh, a witch. Mm-hmm. And in fact, people believed that not only was she was a witch, but she caused the death of James Dean through witchcraft. Ooh, isn't that crazy? Ooh. In 1954, she had begun uh, began hosting these midnight showings of the horror movies in LA on this local channel KABC as Vampira, mm-hmm. and so she was actually the first horror host in, in America, which is very funny to me. Um, but anyway, so pre being famous, James Dean had been a fan and then a friend of hers. And he actually even appeared on that program. Mm -hmm. Um, and there was rumors, oh, they might've had a relationship and all of that. But James Dean said, oh no, no, I would never date a cartoon or a witch. Oh, right. And so he died in 1955. Mm-hmm. And so the seedier tabloids of the day ran stories claiming that Nermi had hexed him out of her unrequited love and caused his crash that killed him. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I know. And then at the same time, there were rumors going around that she had actually built an altar for him months before his death in an attempt to keep him safe. Hmm. But um, because of all of the to do about it and the, you know, the, the, the taboo, I guess, Mm -hmm. where she was blamed for his death and all of that. In 1956, she went to a Halloween party dressed as a witch and she brought a man with her dressed as a bandaged and battered James Dean. Oh, that's not a good look. I know. Isn't that funny? I guess she showed them. Yeah. Wait, I want to go. What did you say? Taboo? (laughs) Taboo. Yeah. Isn't it taboo? I don't know how you say it. I've always said taboo. Sorry. <laughs> taboo? Yeah, taboo. Like it's oh, that's so taboo. Not taboo. Yeah, see, you said it like me. No, you said taboo, not taboo. Ta- taboo. No. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Okay. Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. Okay, okay. So Kimberly Thompson, who was a backup. Um, who performed drums in Beyonce's backup band for seven years, mm-hmm. filed this bizarre request for a restraining order against Beyonce, um, cl- uh, accusing her of practicing vindictive witchcraft. Hmm. The filing claimed that she dabbled in, quote, extreme witchcraft, comma, dark magic, end quote, and cast magic spells of sexual molestation. A judge, of course, quickly turned down Thompson's request for the restraining order, 
Um, but folks on the internet, of course, began their own theories and conspiracy theories against this, diving into the possibility that mm-hmm. she actually did practice the dark arts. Mm-hmm. And those theories ultimately blended with the conspiracy theories that are out there that say Beyonce and uh, Jay-Z are actually high-standing members members of the Illuminati. Oh. And although she never responded to these claims of witchcraft or anything, Mm -hmm. she did put in her song uh, formation, she put y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. You remember that line? Anyway, that's what she was talking about was that these conspiracy theories that she and her husband were part of the Illuminati. That's weird. I have seen so many theories that a whole ton of like, uh, like, uh, like famous people are, are a part of whatever that like the Illuminati, like mm-hmm. whatever it is. And um, I think that's very interesting. That's like another like theory, but like, I don't know. Do people have like better things to do? I, like the whole point of like these theories is like, why do people not have like better things to do with their lives than to accuse people and like, ugh, ugh. Know, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Jennifer Lopez. Oh, J J Lo. So she wasn't actually accused of casting magic herself. The rumor was that she outsourced it. So back in 2011, the Spanish language media ran that um, some, they ran this uh, conspiracy theory that she practiced Santeria and which is a Cuban African religion mm-hmm. and so this woman who was dating jennifer lopez's first husband ohani noah i don't know how to pronounce his name okay um the the woman that was dating him said i've i've been told she does worse frightening stuff jennifer has a godmother in miami which i have never met but ohani knows her and she calls this woman to tell her do this to this person or put up a black candle etc She's done. She's done spells on all of her boyfriends, said the woman. It's a typical thing for anybody involved in Santeria. But even with all that, she ends up leaving them all. So sounds like, I don't know, uh, someone who's doesn't like Jennifer Just, Lopez. I yeah. guess yeah, somebody, I mean, I think it's easy to be like, oh, I don't like that person. So I'm just going to like, oh, so she's a witch. Yeah. Because yeah. I also do feel like that's quote unquote common to hear because I've actually haven't heard somebody accuse somebody or like say which in like a bad way. Right. But um, the class, I, I have people that I do not like in my current class, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's all, it's all the same people in basically all of my classes. Cause I'm close to graduating. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in my, my, my bubble, I guess. <laughs> and um, there's like somebody that they don't like, and I don't talk to them that much. Like I don't like these people, mm-hmm. so I, I I'm the I'm the person that avoids talking to them. Mm-hmm. They think I'm weird. I am, but <laughs> <laughs> um, not in the way that they think because they've never talked to me. Right. And um, there there's a group chat and there's a like a TA in one of our classes that they don't like, and uh, somebody in the chat said she's a witch. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding. And I was, I was, a, I was t- a taken back by that because I haven't seen somebody use the word witch as an insult in a long time or even yeah. like ever really. And no, it was usually like, you go straight for bitch. You don't, yeah. you know, why, why, why bring us witches into it? Exactly. It's kind of like, it's like, like I was trying to say, like an ongoing thing for generations, thousands of years, witches yeah. are bad type thing. And it just kind of is like what it is today where you're like, oh, she's a witch because they don't like her. Like, I don't understand. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So this person, this artist, Marina. Abramovic, and I'm sorry if I butchered her name, um, but she is an artist. And this is this came out of the Hillary Clinton email scandal. <laughs> so this artist had written her longtime friend and art collector, uh, art collector friend Tony Padista, mm-hmm. um, 
to invite him and his brother, John, who was Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, to join her at a spirit cooking dinner at her apartment in New York. Okay. And this is one of the emails that got hacked when Hillary's Clinton, Hillary Clinton's emails got hacked. And so it came out and they're like, oh my God, spirit cooking, you know, Clinton must be a Satanist. Mm-hmm. And so that theory took off this conspiracy theory that Hillary Clinton and all of her political t- team were straight up Satanists popped out um, uh, because of that. And oh, I didn't know that it was because of that. I mean, I've well, heard things, but I'm not really like in tune with all of that either. And I had, just- I had never heard her being accused of being a witch or, I, you know, I just knew that there was turmoil with the with the emails that got hacked. Yeah, no, there was a lot like like a lot of people accuse them of being in the Illuminati. Everybody those famous apparently is in the Illuminati. Is in the Illuminati. And she's like she and uh based on QAnon, she's like one of the lizard people or something like that. You know, it's like oh a whole God. thing. That's yeah, a whole thing. <laughs> well, what what started it is that spirit cooking has taken on different a whole bunch of different meanings over the years. There there was a ritual, I think, in the past where spirit cooking what consisted of painting and blood on the walls and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But this woman, all she she has these dinner parties and she calls it spirit cooking and she does meals like, you know, for Halloween, how I do for my kids. I'll have, you know, these spaghetti and, you know, which is spaghetti mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. guacamole, which is guacamole, but you know, a Halloween with a different name. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she apparently had hosted these dinner parties like that. And she called it spirit cooking because that sounds fun. Sounds cool. But yeah, apparently it it devolved into everybody, you know, being accused of being a Satan, Satanist. And um, all it was, was she had invited her friend, art collector, whose brother happened to be Clinton's campaign manager to this party. And all of a sudden they're all witches. That's a mess. But what's interesting is, you know, there are a whole lot of modern witch hunts and this is what scared me. I had no mm-hmm. idea that this mm-hmm. was still going on. Yeah. I, I am so ignorant, I guess, of the rest of the world. I need to be more aware. Um, you know, in many countries, it is a real sad reality for a lot of women today. Did you know that August 10th has been declared a world day against witch hunts because it's still so bad? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't either. I, I had no idea. So mm-hmm. yeah, August 10th, it's world world day against witch hunts. So in many countries of, of, of the world, um, women are still accused of practicing witchcraft each year. They're mm-hmm. persecuted and even killed and organized witch hunts, especially in Africa, but also in Southeast Asia and Latin America. Mm-hmm. According to historian Wolfgang Bayringer, in the 20th century alone, more people accused of witchcraft were brutally murdered than during the three centuries when witch hunts were practiced in Europe. Holy shit. Between 1960 and 2000, 40,000 people alleged of uh, practicing witchcraft were murdered in Tanzania alone. Wow. 40,000 people. Wow. And while there aren't any laws in Tanzania specifically against witchcraft, the village tribunals would often decide that certain individuals would should be killed. And the victims actually in Tanzania, it's a very interesting story. The, the people in Tanzania that were often killed had al- albinoism, albinism. Oh, yeah. Albinism. Albinism. Um, because people believe that the body parts of these individuals could be used to extract potions against all sorts of ailments. So they would kill them. What? Claiming that they were witches so that they could use their bodies. That's, for dis- that's disgusting. Basically for magic. I mean, like how ironic is that? I know. Like, bleh. I know. And then in the Democratic Republic of Congo, it's usually the younger generations that get associated with witchcraft. These so-called children of witchcraft are usually rejected by their families and left to fend for themselves. And their crimes, <coughs> so-called crimes, have little to do with sorcery at all. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this lady, Teresa Mapenzi, I've probably butchered her name, Therese, maybe Therese Mapenzi. She's a mission worker. And she said, we have learned of numerous cases of children suffering rape and then no longer being accepted by their families, or they were born illegitimate children out of wedlock and then were then forced to live with a parent who no longer accepts them. And when these children come here to her mission, They have often been beaten to a pulp, have been branded as witches, or suffered other injuries. It's painful to just even look at them. That's awful. It is. It's terrible. And I don't like that. I I know. Definitely not a light, fluffy topic today. No, not at all. Not at all. (sighs) But similar to um, what you were talking about, people accused of being witches in Nigeria include a 70-year-old widow from, I don't know if I'm going to say it right, Ira, Ira. <laughs> okay. I-R-R-U-A, Ira. Okay. Uh, named Auntie B. As of 2019, she had avoided uh, being made to drink any magical potion of toxic substances in the nearby Ozalia, O-Z-A-L-L-A community. A, at least 20 accused people since 2004 have died under similar circumstances where they've been given like you know, um, these drinks to drink to kill them. Killing an alleged witch is considered a form of community service, (gasps) a way to avenge the neutralized, to avenge and neutralize the source of danger in the community. So she has avoided drinking whatever this substance is because, um, the Ozalea community, um, considers it a good thing. So did they kill her or did she, managed to not be killed i didn't see any i don't i don't think that she has because as of 2019 she's been avoiding it and damn that's the for this update that i have on that yeah in ghana there was a woman who was held responsible for the fact that her nephew died of a snake bite you know oh it must have been her fault that's just i mean mean, another one in ghana you know you can, if you, if another child gets sick, you can be accused of being a witch, making that child sick. Um, apparently it's really common still in Ghana. It's a way for families to get rid of women who are no longer of use to them or who have become too independent. That's what you were talking about earlier, persecution against these women who are seen as too strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and India it's also going on in India. There were three women accused of feasting on two men's souls. These men died and they were accused of killing them by eating their souls. And they were Mm -hmm. brutally beaten, broken, broken. They had pipes that they were beating them with. I mean, it's just awful. That is awful. It's just the same because um, in India, mostly in some villages have the belief that witchcraft and black magic are, still in effect and Mm -hmm. um people may seek like advice from witch doctors for health or financial marital problems type thing um most people especially women are accused of witchcraft and attacked and occasionally killed like you okay so i'm gonna come to you because i want a love potion but i'm gonna kill you because you give me a love potion yeah Pretty much. I mean, that, that's crazy. It has, yeah, it has been reported that mostly widows or divorcees are targeted to rob them of their property. Mm-hmm. Uh, reportedly, like revenge village witch doctors are paid to brand specific people as witches uh, so that they can be killed without like repercussions. You know, like mm-hmm. if somebody doesn't like somebody, you go to you go to your village witch doctor, you're like, I don't like this person, accuse them of being witches. And then they can be killed without having anything happen. So the existing laws have been considered ineffective in curbing the murders as well. So it like works with the law. Yeah, that's they seem to to go about it in legal ways. Mm-hmm. You know, back that story that we've talked about a couple times now, where the brew the brewing women, the women mm-hmm. that would brew, mm-hmm. and how men accused them of witches. Um, That was another thing. It wasn't just their jobs and the competition they were trying to get out of. But a lot of times when those women were taken into custody or killed or whatever, Mm -hmm. the, the other brewing companies got their property. Wow. I didn't, it was a lot of it was about property. I didn't remember that. Mm -hmm. 
Because in June 2013, National Commission for Women, NCW, reported that according to National Crime Records Bureau, statistics show that 700... 768 women had been murdered for allegedly practicing witchcraft since 2008 and announced plans for like, they've announced newer plans for laws, like better laws that help protect women like that. But I wonder if that's why that um, August date was August 10th. Did I say was Mm -hmm. set up to, to be a stop the witch hunt day. When did that go into effect? I don't know. I didn't have that information. Okay. Um, more than 2,500 people in India have been chased, tortured, and killed um, in witch hunts sent between 2000, the year 2000 and the year 2016. Mm-hmm. That's according to their National Crime Records Bureau. Yeah. And men who brand women as Dakan, which is the word for witch, mm-hmm. they capitalize on deeply rooted superstitions and systems built on misogyny and patriarchy to lay blame on females. These accusations of sorcery are are used to oust women from valuable land that men covet and a religion where flawed development plans have produced agricultural failures. Um, You know, women get the blame. The witches are the most convenient explanation for the rising infant mortality rates, Mm -hmm. the deaths from malaria, the deaths from typhoid or cholera. Mm -hmm. Blame the witches. I know. I mean, I get it. Like I, like I said, there are always bad people, you know, Mm -hmm. so there could be bad people that practice witchcraft, you know, and then somehow like usually in common day, the bad always outweighs the good. So people only associate bad with witches because they can only remember bad and, you know, like same with religions and like Mm -hmm. race and gender, you know, like it's, ugh. Yeah. Well, we can move on to some more lighthearted things. A little light. (laughs) Yeah. Superstitions about witches. Um, Most, a lot of these that I got came from a Kentucky book about uh, Kentucky superstitions, which I find humorous (laughs) because Georgia's going to play Kentucky this weekend. So, (laughs) oh, you with your football. Oh, if an old woman has but one tooth in her mouth, she is a witch. Hmm. Hmm? A, I know if she only has one tooth, she's a witch. What about babies <laughs> who are Maybe like growing the, teeth? Uh, good question. Like you said old woman, but yeah, like, one old woman. Yeah. If an old woman okay. has but one tooth. So I guess if all her tooth teeth fall, she better brush, better brush your teeth or you might be a witch. <laughs> um. A witch can kill a person or an animal with a witch or hairball, which is made up of rolling a ball of hair from a squirrel, horse, or cow into a hard round ball. Uh, can you combine the hair? <laughs> Good question. Well, I'm thinking, how do you, what is that? Do you throw it at him? You hit him in the no head idea. with it? <laughs> I have no idea. If a horse's mane is matted in the morning, then a witch has ridden him during the night. Hmm. Just weird. I know. Yeah, I have that. So you you always know, like knocking on wood, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, knocking on wood claims the ritual um, back from your uh, Europe's pagan times. To mm-hmm. it's an appeal to uh, appease the tree dwelling spirits and ward off bad luck, or like helps with bring gratitude and good fortune, you know? So traditionally certain trees such as Oak, Ash, Hazel, Hawthorn, Willow had sacred significance. And so those would like, yeah. Interesting. If you knock on those more specifically, they have more protective powers. So you're knocking on wood to have the tree spirits protect you. Yeah. Protect you from whatever you like, like whatever the bad luck is. Yeah. Like bad luck. You knock on wood. Yeah. (laughs) So people who do that, who are usually a lot of non-witch people do that, they're actually practicing witchcraft. Well, I wouldn't say practicing, but I would say they are uh, using a, what do I say? What's the word I'm trying to go for? They're using a, not a ritual, but like a a thing that we, a thing that we do. Yeah, that's. (laughs) They're invoking a spirit. That's witchcraft to me. Interesting. 
Never go to bed with your shoes higher than your head. For if you do, the witches will be after you for three months. Uh, a shoe is higher than your head? Yeah, like on your feet. I don't understand. Or, or shoes off your feet and well, above your on a I shelf? Have, I have shoes on a shelf in my closet that's above my head when I <laughs> sleep. Does that count? I don't know. And what's with the three months? And then will witches be after me for three months? So does that mean I'm going to have more witchy friends? <laughs> that would be a good thing in our lives. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the twitching of the eye is a sign that one is bewitched. You had a twitching eye, like, I don't know, about a month ago. I remember. <laughs> it was like- You were over at our house and- <laughs> Your eye was twitching and it was bothering you. So now you were bewitched. I'm already bewitched. (laughs) You're bewitching. I'm bewitching. (laughs) Did you know that when you cover your mouth, like, like covering your mouth when you yawn is a pagan superstition? No, I didn't know that. You cover your mouth when you yawn, because if you don't, yawning allows a person's vital life essence to escape their body. So basically, like, you die within, like, a certain amount of time if you don't cover your mouth when you yawn. That is fascinating. No, I did not know that. Sometimes I don't cover my mouth when I yawn. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes yawns catch you by surprise. Yeah. Um, Witches cannot cross running water. What does that mean? Like a hose running water? <laughs> I, like a river? Like a <laughs> river? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't hear that all the time. <laughs> but because so like on a bridge, we can't cross a bridge? Like a bridge or over? I don't know. What I was thinking is like a hose where if you lay it down on like your driveway and you walk across, <laughs> it's running water. <laughs> Well, a witch cannot step over a broom either, apparently. Oh, in our other, in our brooms episode, if you step over a broom, something happens. I it's, can't remember. You do that. Well, it's a hand fasting thing. You jump over oh, the yeah, broom you jump. on purpose but to welcome in your. Step. You know, we can't step over a broom. We, we can only jump, jump over, over it. Yeah. I see. Uh, to remove a witch's hold on a person, cut the witch out of the victim's leg. What the? <laughs> What? What do you mean? I have no idea. To remove what, what does that mean? Hold on a person. So I'm picturing like those kids who cling on to like their parents' leg and you gotta like karate <laughs> chop them off. <laughs> I'm picturing like a, a melon baller and you go into their calf and scoop out. What does that mean? I feel like mine was a little bit more less violent. <laughs> Hey, I've been watching American Horror Story. (laughs) Violence is in my head right now. I guess. Or like, does a witch, okay, does a witch morph into this small little thing and like embed itself into your leg? And like, I'm picturing like, oh, like an old, like, you know, the stereotypical witch camping out in your leg with a cup of tea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was thinking of like the little witch's tea, like on Salem that you're watching. Oh yeah. It, yeah. Is yeah. do they have one of those on their legs and you're supposed they, to cut that out? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> yeah, that's Kentucky for you. Oh, I hope I don't offend anybody from Kentucky. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're just playing y'all this weekend. That's all. Um, a witch frequently takes the form of a black cat. I've heard that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've heard yeah. that one. And that's unfortunately why a lot of black cats are yeah. traumatized and, and then abused. a lot of black cats are like bought around this time like a mm-hmm. like a october halloween time and then they're like left out because they don't yeah want them anymore and yeah that's terrible i think if i ever get a cat i'll probably get like a solid black cat yeah so that i know that that one i'll, I'll get whatever all. cat speaks to me i mean it's yeah. you know it's you can feel it it's a yeah. thing yeah. yeah and i also it's not really a switch superstition but you know we always do this where if mm-hmm. you if you sneeze and someone says bless you that is, it's to stop the devil from entering your body, you know, through your mouth. Oh. And it's a, an Elizabethan huh. superstition, which I thought was really cool because I didn't even know that. I knew that you said bless you and it was something, but I didn't know it was Elizabeth, Elizabethan. I, don't I know heard that <laughs> if you, something about, let's see, if you hold your breath, you have to hold your breath when you're driving past a graveyard or one of the spirits could enter your body. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Oh, I'm not trying to advertise this uh, 
this podcast that I listened to, but it's literally called Superstitions. It's on Spotify. And that was one of them that I've heard on there. Oh, driving past the graveyard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh. they covered it. What, you know, back in the olden days when they were on horses and it might have taken a long time, they might like die before they get to the other side. Of the, <laughs> you know, I yeah. guess they're just doomed to have uh, spirits enter their body, either that or they don't go by the graveyard. Uh, yeah, yeah. But isn't everywhere yeah. a graveyard? <laughs> you know, you're right. That's actually very profound. It was funny. I was uh, with my uh, mother-in-law, my husband and his family. We always go to the beach, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so bad of me. But my uh, mother-in-law was like, I'm so excited to go swim in the ocean. And I was like, you know how many had, you, do you know how many dead bodies are in the ocean? <laughs> And I just mortified her. And I was like, don't think about it. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That is hilarious. What did your husband do when you said he that? He looked horrified. <laughs> <laughs> and he he kind of looked like he looked at me like, why the heck would you say that? You know, and then I was like, what? I was just making conversation. <laughs> it was uh Love it. It was interesting, but she'll bring it up every now and then. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all I've got. I don't remember what next week's topic is, but hopefully it's a little bit happier than what we talked about today. Let me see. I have a calendar. It fell off my wall. Let me grab it. We are doing the basics of tarot next week. That should be a little more fun. Yes, I think it'll be a lot more fun and fluffy. I'm I'm excited. And we're only doing the basics because there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, there's way too much to try to cover tarot in one episode. So mm-hmm. we will just do the basics of what it is and how you do it and that kind of thing. Just yep. basics. Yep. I'm excited. That's a good, that'll be a good. Yeah. Well, that's all so, I've got for this. Yeah, that's all I've got. So let's do the outro. <laughs> okay. I always tend to mess it up. <laughs> So you guys can find us on all social media platforms at C3 Witchy Podcast. That is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oh, and the our podcast is now up on Facebook. Good. Like to listen on Facebook? Yeah, to listen oh, on Facebook. Now you can go and listen on Facebook. Uh, River has been uh, working on that because I don't know how to work Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um. You guys can also find us at www.c3witchypodcast.com. There you'll find our link to our Patreon, our merch, which we're working on other merch as well. It's a work in progress, you Mm -hmm. know, and a whole ton of other stuff. And make sure to follow us on Patreon because we put out fun recipes and like just fun things like bonus episodes i'm i'm stumbling but bonus episodes episodes, um notebook pages uh to-do list witchy (laughs) to-do list uh there's other stuff oh everybody gets a tote bag Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh yeah come be a part of our coven i've updated our little i don't know if i said this last week but i've updated our little thing and you guys are a part of our coven if you join us on patreon so yes. we're really excited. I think that's it. <laughs> that's it. Thank that's you guys it. for listening. Yes, thank you. And we'll be back next week. <laughs> yes. Bye. Bye.